to another episode of Quilt Club, a podcast featuring your favorite folks from across the quiltiverse. I'm Amanda of Broadcloth Studio, and I'm joined by Wendy, the weekend quilter. Hey! And our special guest, Satomi of Satomi Quilts. Hello! So before we jump into all our quilty fun today, can you tell us a little bit about yourself, Satomi? Yes. Hi, I'm Satomi. I'm Japanese quilter, uh, quilt pattern designer. I grew up in uh, grew up and raised in northern Japan. Uh, now I live uh, in northwest corner of Connecticut with my husband, two boys, and dog. I was like, oh, I follow your dog on Instagram. Actually, my dog <laughs> follows your dog oh. on Instagram. <laughs> my dog does too. <laughs> what kind of dog? Uh, her name is Pepper. She's Norwegian elk hound. We Ooh. rescued her two years ago. Okay. Yeah. Nice. So. For our <laughs> listeners that want to follow your dog, what yeah. is your dog's Instagram handle? <laughs> Pepper the Elk Hunt. <laughs> oh, very, very explanatory. Yeah. <laughs> so now let's dive into all the quilting fun. Could you tell us a bit more about your quilting journey? I have to mention about my mother-in-law. She's a very experienced quilter. She's from Lancaster, Pennsylvania. And oh. so she's like, I don't know, her experience is 30, 40 years experience, and she's always crafty person. So I had no idea about coding at all before I met her. I knew she's been doing it, and when I visited her, you know, her place at the Christmas, I see all the, you know, quotes hanging everywhere in the house. And then, so I was, after I gave, gave birth to my second son, um, I wanted to do something except taking care of kids at home because I was stay- I'm staying home mom. <laughs> and then so also my husband pushed my back a little bit, but um, I asked her like, uh, would you like to teach me, <laughs> you know, cooking? Oh. And she was so excited and she was so <laughs> generous. Next time I met her, she was already prepared everything for me like a two-star hand applique yeah so fabrics needle threads and I could you know use hers so we did same motif so I can you know ask her question and then that's why I started code you know learning coding um hand applique first and then yeah next yeah next time I saw her she had prepared old sewing machine, <laughs> fabrics, and the papers for foundation paper piecing. So before, wow, she, yeah, she loves paper piecing. <laughs> she really threw you in the deep end. <laughs> yeah, so I didn't know how to do traditional piecing yet, but I started with wow. foundation paper piecing. It was so hard. I had no idea. <laughs> I, I had no idea which I should sewn, you know. So Oh my god. Yeah, and I took that's the a... Yeah, that's like a you know, unusual experience for me when I think about it right now. <laughs> yeah. It's kinda of, it's, it's sort of like learning how to drive a manual car first. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah, the sewing machine was old singer sewing mm. machine, like a manual. So I have to adjust thread tension, everything, oiling by myself. I don't know. I, you know, it was whole experience that it was hard. <laughs> and how did you end up uh, starting to traditionally piece? Well, after the sh- after that, um, so I did all the hand applique. It was a Santa Claus design, very traditional design. Oh, so I did a bunch cute. of that. Um, so I have to make quilt top. So I have to place here, there, you know, Santa Claus. And then I know my mother-in-law was doing the same design. So she was <laughs> doing, you know, frying geese by, you know, foundation paper piecing. So here they like arranging the, you know, it's not just a block by block. <laughs> Santa Claus. <laughs> so I had to design the quilt top um, using frying geese block, star blocks, but all you know, I have to calculate where to place them. So nice. there's a, yeah, there's a blank spot. So I decided to half square triangle. It was so hard to do because I didn't <laughs> know how to piece uh, like a regular sewing, you know, the traditional piecing. I still remember yeah. that was the hardest thing I had to do. <laughs> wow. <laughs> yeah. And so from there, how did you start designing your own pattern? I, so... You know, she helped me quite a lot to complete, you know, quilt in the beginning. Mm-hmm. So I started to, like, explore the quilting world online, blog posts. And so and then I started making more and more by myself mm-hmm. and then watch YouTube video. And then I started um, pattern testing for other designer. And then that, I did quite a bit. Then after that, I kind of interested in, you know, maybe I would like to try because I like, you know, think about design. And then I like, you know, the calculation, the kind of things. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so that's how I started. So you always work with a really fun color palette and that's quite evident when you're scrolling through your Instagram account. Um, do you have any favorite ones that you like to go back to again and again? And are you always collecting inspiration for the next quilt? Uh, I'm always trying to uh, create something new, make something new and looking for the inspiration. But I don't know why I always go back to the uh, mug quilts and hard quotes. Um, <laughs> um, so, um, you know, I I just made repeatedly past, I don't know how many years, four years. And once I thought, you know what, I need to stop making those because I've been doing it forever and I just need to show more fresh design, you know, to audience. <laughs> or my followers but it didn't work for me like I feel like I like you know put the lid on me you know so like my creativity yeah. kind of stopped like I had difficult time designing thinking a new thing um so I just one day like you know what that's it it doesn't work for me 
So you found, so you found yourself returning and allowing yourself since you enjoy making repeating block yes. to, yeah. to make them. Yeah. And so what do you think kind of draws you back to them again and again? Like what, when you're, when you're coming up with a new repeating block pattern, what, what are you most excited about? I used to collect mug cups, like oh, a Starbucks. Okay. Yeah. Starbucks mug cups. When I travel somewhere, different States, I get those mugs. Yeah. And then, <laughs> it, and then I don't know. It's always, I always use that every day, like a drink coffee. And then somehow my, ten, like, a, I just going back there. And then when I made the first mug blog, was in, it was inspired by one of the small, like a Starbucks mug. And mm-hmm. uh, my boys are using little heart on it. And they use during the winter to drink hot cocoa. Oh. That was the first time I made. That's why I made. And then I just go back there. Like everything when I think about new design, which I designed again, I have it in my computer. <laughs> <laughs> waiting to be released but yeah so yeah now that you mentioned that I could definitely remember as I was scrolling through your website there was definitely a recurring theme of mugs keep like coming up it's in terms of different pattern designs and that that jelly that jelly jar oh yeah that's really cute yeah the the star the the, the patriotic one yeah oh yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah messenger <laughs> like yeah and is there like plans to sort of create like a mug collection kind of quilt or maybe mini quilt in the future if mugs are kind of the recurring theme and <laughs> that you're drawn to? <laughs> I Yeah, I will release more, but um, probably, no, I know, I know I already have the design, so I'm going to do that, but <laughs> probably a Christmas version. Okay. Yeah. Oh, that'll be fun. Yeah. <laughs> That'll be really cute. <laughs> yeah, so I'm hoping that I can do this autumn some point. Yeah, you're so just jump, jumping back to an earlier topic of applique. You're actually teaching reverse applique this year at QuiltCon, or I guess next year at QuiltCon. Yeah, whatever year it yeah. is, I don't know. Mm-hmm. I don't know what year it is. <laughs> yeah. Um, can you kind of can you give us a sneak peek about what folks can expect from the workshop? So I'm teaching three classes. Uh, one for beginner, beginners, and two for intermediate uh, quilters. And in both classes, you know, basically they learn, like a, you know, same things, but like, you know, the application, so using freezer paper, how to use freezer paper mm-hmm. as an outline to make her, like a shape. And, um, you know, for the seam using starch, you know, iron starch, yeah, and then making nice, really stiff, nicely, and then based and sew on applique, on uh, by top stitch, top stitches. So the using sewing machine, again, yeah. um, but the way approach the project is a little bit different between beginners and intermediates. For the beginner, I pre- I will prepare like a, you know we are preparing like a Four inch, four inch square uh, blocks. So you know, in, beginners can work on block by block. So it's not like you know overwhelming. It's small size. They can learn the process, and then repeating the process at the end 
uh, they can be confident with the you know new technique. For the intermediate, mm-hmm. um, we're gonna work on a large piece of uh, background, and then we're gonna cut out the motif on it. So it's a little bit different. And then for the motif, the you know. Uh, we're gonna piece those like a scraps. Use maybe you, they can. We can use scraps and piece them, and then put on a motif. So it looks everyone will be different at the end. Yeah. So it sounds like a lot of fun. I, I hope so. Like I hope so because reverse applique is not for everyone. I think, mm-hmm. but it's great technique to learn and then make something. You know. Special. So in addition to creating quilt patterns and tutorials for your website, we've also seen your work featured in magazines like Love Patchwork and Quilting Magazine. So what is it like designing and making projects for a publication? Uh, it's exciting for sure. <laughs> that was one of my dreams to, you know, when I started writing pattern, I was, you know, like, oh, I wish my pattern and quilt would be in a magazine one day. So that was, you know, dream come true. So, um, but uh, working with them is um, like we start working uh, re- really early, like a, I think it's six mm-hmm. months ahead, quite ahead of the time. And then, so I'm giving uh, the theme, theme they want to go or some design that, you know, they want me to make. And they ask me whether I'm interested in making it. And then, and so I, you know, think about design, present the option, color options of design. If they like it, just go for it. And then sometimes they have, they want me to use specific fabric line, that kind of thing. So we work together. Yeah. And if I have, you know, not, I don't always have great ideas so sometimes I stuck you know oh, you know I can't get over somebody's design here you know you know I think it's so similar to somebody's and they just needed to work again and so the they you know like give me great advice you know very helpful so it's totally like a teamwork yeah how do you overcome some of the creative blocks um as in like for example like you know, you, you, you create something, but then realize like, oh, it's just not quite right. So how do yeah. you kind of overcome that? Um, so I go, you know, to get rid of the idea, you know, I just put my idea on the side and start working from the beginning. And I mm. make sure research everything out there, you know, make sure nothing's similar nothing looks yeah. like the same. yeah you know it's hard part but yeah um, it yeah. is yeah it's really hard especially like yeah. when we're in a like a world where it's you know we're on social media all the time it's so visual and even on Pinterest as well it's so easy to see something and be like that looks awesome and when it's stuck in your head and then you're trying to design something, you're like, no, like I can't, like it looks too similar to that. It's, yeah. it's so hard. Yeah. Um, yeah. So like, you know, sometimes change the size of the block mm-hmm. so that I can do a little bit more, you know, mm-hmm. than what originally I designed. So yeah. And then change the color, you know, do whatever I can. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> 
What is your favorite part of the of the writing for magazine process? Well, um, it's you know it's like I can get to write the part on something I I've never thought about before. Like a hmm. you know, like a bee quote. I made bee quotes, and then I never thought about it. I never thought about you know I'm gonna write make. Because, but you know, here I have the uh, you know <laughs> things to do, and I really look into it. Yeah, that that is one of the benefits, and it turned out really, you know, something I like. So yeah, it's it's really cute. I remember seeing that. That was on the cover of the ma- one of the issues, right? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. It was so cute. I'm like, yeah. damn, like. How did they come up with that idea? <laughs> oh, thank you. <laughs> So there's like you look through the magazine and you're like flipping through it and you're like, you kind of get design envy and you're like, damn, I wish I came up with that. I'm like, that looks really cool. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I wonder what they were thinking when they were designing that. Yeah. Um, so you mentioned earlier about like when you're designing, you sometimes switch out different color palettes. Um, so we noticed recently in one of your um, your Instagram reels, you shared uh, various digital mock-ups of your Sending Love quilt with Ruby Star Society's uh, one of their collections. So how do you generate those digital mock-ups? Uh, so I use EQ8 to design my quilt. Um, so what I did was first I went to a Moda Fabric website mm-hmm. to download the fabric digital image. So I download them and they have it already so I can download the files and then I open my project on EQ8 and I import imported those images so I have the uh, you know fabric palette or color palette in my you know project and I already had designed uh, the quilt top uh, using Kona cotton so I just swap the colors I can just click there's a swap option. So, and then that's it. <laughs> um, so, um, has creating digital mockups helped you and your makers? It helped me quite a bit because uh, physically I can't make all the quotes that I want to show to the world. So, also, I use the corner cotton first because, you know. That's what I like and what I like to use. But, mm. you know, the color is not for everyone. You know, mm-hmm. I thought it's cutest color combination ever, I thought. But for somebody, you do, ah, it's okay. You know, could be, you know. <laughs> <laughs> so I wanted to show something more. So the mm-hmm. digital mock-ups really helped to show what I can do or what you can do possibly. And then mm-hmm. Ruby Star Society Fabrics, everybody likes it. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> so like almost every single person yeah. that's been on our show has mentioned like any one of the five Ruby Star Society girls as their favorite fabric designer. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> so I just went for it. <laughs> I hope, you know, the audience or, you know, found, you know, interesting make the pattern. Yeah, I hope. Hmm. 
So in addition to writing patterns and preparing for your workshop and writing for magazines, you are also a Bernina ambassador. Um, yes. Specifically, you got a long arm sit down model, the Q16, yes. which I'm extremely jealous of. <laughs> uh, just throwing that out there. Um, what has that experience been like? Um, so being Bernina ambassador was so I was thrilled because I wasn't, you know, expected, even though I submitted, you know, <laughs> my application. But my when I bought, I, I have to go back a little bit, but when I bought my sewing machine, uh, I used Bernina B480, which is a little bit smaller for the quilters mm-hmm. uh, because the throat is seven inches. I think quilters edition is probably nine inches or something. Yeah, so, but smaller, but much bigger than I used to use. So, but when I, I was at the, the shop, you know, the dealer, dealership. So I saw a Q16 right there, right? And <laughs> oh, that looks so nice. And I tried that out and then, wow. And then, do I need like a sewing machine with nine inch throat? Or I can get smaller. <laughs> And then I can have Q16, you know. But so I got 480, and then, you know, then shop owner told me that, like, you know, you can submit maybe applications there, you know, like accepting right now. And then, oh, okay, why now? I'm going to do it. And I did it. <laughs> and I was selected. And then, oh, my gosh. <laughs> so I got the Q16 to play with. So it's been great, great um, addition to my, you know, quilt making because it's totally different experience. Um, Like, you you know, like your sewing machine, when you can do uh, like a free motion quilting, but you have to Mm -hmm. press the foot pedal, right? To move the machine. But the Q60, you don't need to do it. Once you start, uh, you can just use your fabric, the quilt sandwich on the table and the machine moves. And if you oh. if you go slowly, go slowly. If you go fast, it goes fast. And then yeah, like a stitcher regulated, so it's even. Yeah. Wow. wow. Had you done free motion quilting before? Oh, yeah, I've been doing it uh, using a really small machine, but oh, wow. it, it it's been great. You know, it, it's been working great, but. Um, and I, I didn't know the difference of great machine and an inexpensive machine at the time. So <laughs> I know, yeah, I noticed the difference now. Have you found yourself exploring different like techniques or other things because of the machine? Uh, you know, the, even though I enjoy free motion quilting, I'm not like the person who does like a show quilting, like for the show, quilt show, you know, like a technical. Mm, I'm not the kind of person, I'm just enjoy doing it, enjoy the process. But I'm definitely, I'm creating more larger size of quilt that I couldn't do before. Yeah, the free motion quilting. So that's great. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Before we move on to our rapid fire quilty questions next, do you have any fun projects on the horizon that you can share with us? Uh, I already mentioned that I have a mug Christmas quilt, if that happens, we'll see. <laughs> but, uh, <laughs> but, um, you said it, it's happening. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah, couple, couple of patterns might come up. Um, I have to work on that, but, um, 
also it's not my about my business but the community like a you know service i would say but uh i'm making some sort of like a heart and a heart house uh quoted some handmade items just one item yeah to donate to local uh quilt, quilt group they are raising money for the affordable housing housing project so i used to be in a part of the community but you know i started to, trying to do my business and then just got a little bit busy so i just i'm not going to the meeting or something but if they need something from me i always i'm going to support them so i would do that yeah that's really nice on that note, it is time to move on to our rapid fire quilty questions. Are you ready, Satomi? Yes. Okay. Wendy, why did you kick us off? Let's do it. All right. So favorite time of day to quilt? At night. And where do you sew? In a bedroom. Do you wear shoes while sewing? And if so, do you wear socks or no socks? No shoes, socks or barefoot. Uh, music, Netflix, podcast, or the sounds of silence while quilting? I listen to Spotify or no music, just silence. When you're listening to Spotify, like what are you normally listening to? I sometimes recommend like a public playlist or my my list, like a which is kind of some Japanese music. And so I, I was listening to Top Gun Maverick soundtrack a little while ago. <laughs> I can just imagine you listening to that while on the Q16. Yes. I just I was so into it. So. So have you seen I'm, the movie yet? I, I did. I went to the, uh, we have the driving movie theater so we could bring our dog. Oh, yeah. And the oh, kids so cool. relaxed. Yeah. It was great. Yeah. So do you have a favorite snack while you're closing? No, just, just, just drink. And what is your favorite traditional block? Marina's compass. And what's your favorite color? Butterscotch. Ooh. Lately, I changed, I changed the colors, the butterscotch. <laughs> So butterscotch is the flavor of the month. <laughs> <laughs> uh, what color fabric do you use the most? I think white or neutral. Solids or print fabrics? Solids. Who is your favorite fabric designer? Oh, I don't know. Kona Cotton is count as a designer. I like Ruby Star Society. And, <laughs> <laughs> and I like... Lifeo Paper Company from Cotton Steel. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. They're really pretty. Uh, what is the last fabric you bought? Lifeo Paper Company. Canvas. Canvas fabric. Uh, so do you have a favorite quilt store? Yes. Uh, quilted you uh, in New Hartford in Connecticut. And one is uh, Old Country Store, Lancaster, Pennsylvania. What is your favorite quilting technique? I think I love, I like everything about it, but white seams i don't like white seams what's your favorite pattern listed on your website on the road the v vw van quilt oh, oh that that's so one. cute yeah i think that i mean my... they're all cute yeah. 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 <laughs> thank you i think that's favorite yeah and what is your favorite lpq tutorial written to date oh the recent one um rainbow blast the oh, rainbow quilt yeah. that that was featured in uh recent issue yeah so how do you organize your fabric uh for the print i divide it into the uh, color groups 
and put them in the, uh, like a small plastic container, like for the shoes or something. Mm. For the solids, I just put them in a one large plastic container, put them all. And what do you do with your scraps? Ooh, like a, making things, trying to, well, you know, I don't want to have too much scraps in hand. So once you get to the point, kind of fall in a container, I try to do some project. That's why I made blue, you know, big hard quote, the country love. Mm. Oh, the yeah. That's why I did it. So to reduce and then iron them. So, yeah. <laughs> so what side notion couldn't you live without? I, I don't know if it counts as notion, but uh, knee lifter for the sewing machine. Oh, yeah. Okay. What sewing machine do you sew on? <laughs> Belnina B480, special edition. Ooh. Mm, <laughs> special. <laughs> What's your favorite roller size? Uh, six and a half inch by 12, half, 12 and a half inch. And what thread brand do you use? Uh, I use Metra thread and Oldfield thread. Yeah, both. Do you have a pressing preference? Uh, to the dark side, but I wanna. I want to press one side, whichever works for me. Pick one. Elf suit, Santa suit, or grab-and-go FPP cup pattern? <laughs> grab-and-go. And do you have a go-to long-arm quilter? I try to stay in local right now, so I go to a quilt shop, Mary, the owner, does that amazing work, and also another long-arm quilter, Kim, buried threads. Machine or hand bind? Machine. Spray, pin, or thread-based? Spray and pin, but it depends on my mood at the moment. Pre-wash, always, sometimes, never? Never. Oh, but I wash uh, flannel fr- uh, fabrics. And what's your favorite part of the quilting process? Uh, selecting fabrics and colors. What's your least favorite part? Ooh, that one. Um... Taking care of the thread after you piece the, all the quilt top together and before quilt, you know, start machine quilting, yeah. I have to take care of the thread, back of the quilt. And what's one bad quilting habit you wish you could give up? So I hate ironing fabrics before I start project. And it, like, you know, the backing fabric, it's large. Mm. So I, don't li- I don't like doing it. I do, but <laughs> kind of slappy work I do. Who is your quilty best friend? Oh, my puppy, Pepper. Who's your quilty crush? You know what? I, I do have um, uh, Edita Sita, laundry basket quilt. What is your favorite recent make? Well, already mentioned, but like the Country Love uh, blue quilt, the big hard quilt. Yeah, that was really, I really love it. <laughs> and uh, how many quilts are in your work in progress pile now? <laughs> About 20 that I could identify. (laughs) (laughs) And where do you store all 20 of those whips? Uh, In closet. (laughs) Out of sight. (laughs) And you're a snowboarder. So where is your favorite snowboarding spot? Uh, Mohawk Mountain, which is 20 minutes away from where I live. Yeah, so after school, I grab kids and go. That's awesome. Wow. Yeah. That's really cool. Yeah. Do you have any interests or hobbies in addition to snowboarding? <laughs> I, I like 
watching a movie, I'm kind of boring, but watching a movie, walk with my dog and see around there. And then this year I'm trying to do more yard work. So, you know. So now we've just got uh, one more question for you. So who are three accounts you think uh, everyone should be following and why? Well, her name came up, but I think Donna XO. Mm-hmm. I love her like a modern style, like a big, like large scale design, bright colors. And I think it's her signature style. And I really found, found really inspiring. Yeah. And second is, I hope I read right, uh, Tesla Textiles, Christine. Oh, Christine. Yeah. I don't know why, but when I, Every time when I visit her, like a uh, Instagram feed, I feel warmth. You know, I don't know what Aww. that is. I don't know what that is, and I think that her, you know, all the works present who she is. Yeah, she uses red like in a really yeah. cool way. She's yeah. more red than I feel like a lot of yeah. people do. Yeah. So, you know, just I, I love seeing her feed. <laughs> <laughs> And I think everybody's probably following her is, I think, Saija, S-A-I-J-A, Saija. Oh, yeah. I did miss, mess it up. Saija Alina. Saija yeah. underscore Alina. Yeah, I've been following for a little while, and then the, the way she uses color is amazing. Like, it looks like she, when she starts the project, it looks like a very simple project, but it's not. She used a lot of color, different different way to use. I sometimes feel she just used magic or something, you know, <laughs> queen of color, <laughs> I would say. So on that note, we need to wrap today up and we hope that you enjoyed the show. If you'd like to contact any of us, we can most easily be found on our Instagram accounts. I'm at Broadcloth Studio. Wendy, I am the.weekendquilter. Anna, our tech editor extraordinaire, is at Wax and Wayne Studio. And Satomi? I'm at Satomi underscore Quilt. Or you can go to our podcast account at quilt.buzz or our website quiltbuzzpodcast.com for our previous episodes and updates on upcoming guests. If you enjoyed today's podcast, we hope that you subscribe to the show and tell your quilty friends about us too. And if you have a moment to share what you love by writing a review on your podcast provider of choice, it would make our day. Thank you so much for joining us and we'll talk to you again soon. Bye. Bye. Bye.